BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you been looking for a place to talk all things parenting? And I'm not talking about who makes the best stroller, but the really important stuff like how to be a better and more connected parent or how to raise children with empathy. Well, you are in the right place, folks. My name is Brandy Jordan, and I am a doula and parenting expert. And this is my show, Dear Doula. I will be giving you practical and impactful tips to parent with more joy, more calm, and more ease. I will also be talking to parents and experts who will be helping us to reimagine what it looks like to nurture ourselves and parent in more gentle and mindful ways. I am so excited to be in community with all of you. Can't wait to hear from you. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorced, Not Dead. And today I am coming to you live from my bathtub, which is hilarious. I've put a duvet down and I'm lying in the bathtub because as many of you know, I've moved house again. And the reason I'm going on about this is actually because today's podcast is about manifestation. I think I'm a really big manifester in my life. Like I never focused on it before, but it's actually fucking works. So many things in my life I've manifested and I've got a board in front of me, which I think most of you will have seen in my Instagram at some point. And I really believe in visualization. But funnily enough, I was always like that. So like even with like electronics and everyone else has like moved to the iPad and got a phone and all of these kind of things, I still had a file of facts. And I thought it was just my age and that, you know, that I just don't like things, electronical things, things that can be wiped off. And I like to see things. I'm old school like that. I'm really old fashioned. I need an old fashioned PA and I need an old fashioned. I like to see everything. I'm the person that wastes trees, sadly. Like I need to have my emails printed out and visualize and see everything. So I've realized that from a very young age, I've been doing manifestation and visualization without even really understanding that I was doing it and setting my own goals. So I think that, you know, in life and my scariest things, whenever I was given the biggest challenges, I always sort of lie in bed and sort of helicopter my life from above and go, okay, what's the worst can happen? What's the best that can happen? Even with my divorce, I think I've said to you all before, I helicopter because everyone, I think the initial reaction for everyone when you get divorced is, oh, you're going to be alone. What are you going to do? And you're always going to be live, live alone. You're never going to have a boyfriend again. Nobody's going to want you and you're never going to have sex and how are you going to afford your bills? 
And, you know, that's just everybody's initial sort of thing to you. The grass isn't greener, Caroline, the grass isn't greener. And so again, I did exactly that. I helicoptered my, I lay in bed, closed my eyes and helicoptered my own life and pictured what my worst case scenario, given what I earned at that time, could possibly be. And, you know, I, I think I've said it before, I, I envisaged myself in a, you know, a one bedroom flat, you know, with a nice bed or whatever. And, you know, just by myself. And even though I knew that wouldn't be true, because at some point when you get divorced, or if you've got children, obviously, they have to help you with your rent. So I was never gonna be in a one bedroom because I have three children. So that wouldn't work. But in my head, I did all that. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter if I'm in a one bedroom flat, because that flat will be fucking fabulous, because I'm in it. I'm in it. I will have decorated it. I've got great taste. And I'm gonna love that flat. So once you've taken your worst case scenario from looking so bad, you're like, okay, fuck it, I'll jump. And that's how I run my life. And I've always run my life. And I've always taken the route that scares me the most because it's always the most fun. It's always the most rewarding. And it's always the one that leads you to the best places. So I started writing, as I said, as I have an old school secretary, I think I've gone through more secretaries than I have underwear. I think most of you've seen that on my Instagram too, but that's not because I'm such a tyrant. It's just, I think a work ethic today is just so different to the way it was in my generation. I think people just, when you work as a personal secretary, it's just a very different ball game because you really, it's about connection more than anything. You can have all the skills in the world, but if you don't connect with the person and you don't read the person well and you don't understand the person's moods and everything, you're never going to, you know, progress and get on and just, you know, I need problem solvers, not people that flap. So, you know, I like to come down in the morning, have my coffee. And so I've put my vision boards in my new house. So in my bathroom, because straight away on the window, every morning you walk in to do your teeth, obviously, and go to the shower. So there they are on my massive window in there. It used to be in my bedroom. It doesn't matter wherever it is that you will easily see them in the morning. They don't look pretty. I get that. Some of you can make prettier ones than some of us. I like mine to be big and basic. I want to be able to see it from all different angles. And it's really fun. What's really fun about it is slowly ticking everything off because you can see what you've achieved in the year. And you'll be quite surprised. I mean, two years ago, was it two years ago? I was in an eight-year law case. It was him or me going bankrupt. And I was 45 with almost nothing in my bank account at all. I was going, what the fuck? You know, this is not how I envisage my life. You know, I've done so well. I've worked my whole fucking life to give it all away. And a year later... I bought a home and on that vision board was, okay, so then that's when I, when I was hitting rock bottom and sort of like thinking I've got nothing left and, you know, Paul Sergio's marrying a 43-year-old with, and the funny thing is all of you lot think that he's, I'm his sugar mama and that, you know, I've took him from a young boy and brought him to Dubai and buy him all these gifts and, you know, pay for everything. It couldn't have been further from the truth. I was like laughing so hard because he came to my court case with me and it was like me or the other guy going bankrupt. At best, my lawyers were like going, it's a 50-50, you know, you know, you sure you don't want to settle? And I'm bloody minded and I knew I hadn't done anything wrong. So I'm like, no fucking way he's getting a penny out of me. I'd rather go bankrupt. So I was like, you know, and his parents were just getting over the fact that we're together. So I'm like, oh, maybe don't tell them that I'm like 45 on the verge of going bankrupt and with three kids. Anyway, as it happens, I won. So I'd put that on my board too. And I still haven't taken that board down because that board means the most to me because I've like, I put the one in the court case. I put, bought my house. I bought my fucking house, same year. Like, it's funny that once I'd freed myself from the court case, from the divorce, from, you know, should I marry Sergio and do all of these things, I was completely free. And my work life has just 
quadrupled. I mean, and and I put on there, by the way, I put on 1 million for my podcast. I wasn't even like thinking I'd re- really hit it. Now I'm almost at 2 million. I've got 2 million on my new one. So 2 million of you have downloaded this this podcast, which is mind blowing to me in less than what, a year and a half? Mind blowing. I put things like, you know, followers, like I needed, you know, my following up and that's gone up a load too. There's a few things on there that aren't there yet, but I don't expect everything to come true. You also, what really, really is important is to believe in yourself in a really, really defined way. So I have this I am this, you know, like I think I taught you the um, affirmation, you know, I'm abundant as fuck and money flows to me like magic. And it's the truth because like no matter where I've got in life and I've thought how, you know, and as I said, I've been up, I've been really up and I've been really down. And when I was really up, I was really, really careless, couldn't have given a shit, but I was also the most generous person on, on the planet. If you'd met me then, I took everybody to the George Sank in Paris. I think I thought I was the wolf of Wall Street because you never really see the end of it. But then, you know, also the going down, the journey of the going down was so interesting. And it's and it's actually been really good because you can't have someone dig yourself out of that. You have to dig yourself out. As much as it's, you know, painful and, you know, I sold all my jewelry, my art, and I've recollected. And it's so weird because... I sold so much jewelry to pay for my bills at the time. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't have anything left jewelry wise. Not a big jewelry. Those of you that know me really know I don't give a shit about jewelry. But the weird thing is, like that year, I signed Jacob and & Co. And I'm only saying it because it's like you lose something and something bigger comes. It's bizarre, like fucking bizarre. And then didn't own my own home anymore and... And then this year I bought my home, like I fucking bought my home here. Sergio and I got our first house together and it's so exciting. It's being built right now and I'm looking on my board and last year I didn't have any of those things or the year before, whatever it is, two years ago. And then it's got, you know, TV projects. I'm doing a TV project. You know, these are all things that definitely were not in the pipeline or on my horizon. None of this was there. That's what's so fucking crazy. So be specific, really, really specific. Write them down. Look at them every single day. Take them in and cross them off as they come. So like, I want to buy a house. I want to buy a holiday home really badly for me, the kids and all this kind of stuff. I mean, look, all in baby steps. I've just bought the first house, right? The next house I'm buying is a house in Mykonos. See you all there in the summer. And I've already taken the picture out. I've cut it out. I know which house I want. I'm looking at it every day and I'm telling you I'll buy that house. Not sure when, so don't hold me to it, but it's there. It's on my thing. It's got my shoe line on it. It's got a baby for me and Sergio because we're freezing our eggs. Not in a massive hurry for that one. Put your goals as well as your dreams, right? So the years, goals, or dreams. I always have a podcast one, like who are my dream guests and who are the people I've had on, who I want on, you know, so I set that up. So I think you can do this for your career. Just It doesn't all have to be all in one board. So do it for your career, do it for your home life, do it for your family, you know, make it very, very concise and specific and also present tense. So nothing is like, you know, wishy-washy. Everything is like, it's yours. It's already yours. It's the universe has given it to you, right? And the universe hears you. Anything is possible, literally anything. And that's what I'm saying. Like overnight, your life can completely fucking change. Like you can think you've lost everything or whatever else. And then in the morning, 
you've manifested and you, you know, like, it'll be so weird. You'll be talking about jewelry or, you know, money or something and a new job will come in or you get a massive, if this ever happened to you, you get a massive fucking bill and you go, where the fuck's the money coming for that? Wasn't expecting that one. But by the morning, you've got another contract or a new client and you're like, and it's almost for the same amount. It's eerie. And you're like, oh my God, well, there's the money for that. Don't need to worry about that. Somehow it always, always works out. Try, it's not always possible, but try, because I try and do this. But again, my first morning routine is my coffee. Open the curtains, look outside. And before you pick up your phone, which I'm not queen of doing yet, look at your manifestation board and your visualization board and read it through once or twice and then look at it and just... Yeah, focus on it for a minute, then check your phone. Allow yourself to take that breath and sort of start your day the right way. You know, ground yourself. If you have some grass, go outside, stand in it, drink your coffee. If you don't, if you have a tree near you, maybe hug it. That that sounds ridiculous, but I had a roommate who taught me to do the tree hugging thing. Not sure how it works, but it does kind of ground you. The grass is a nice thing to do or just vitamin D. I mean, I've got big, big windows, so I like to open the window and just get some sun on my face. That's it with my cup of coffee. I, I have a routine. I'm old fashioned as fuck. Sergio thinks it's hilarious, but I read my newspaper, have my coffee, do my manifestation. If you have any time left at all in that routine, it's quite nice sometimes, but you do kind of fall asleep again. Is to do, oh, what are they called on YouTube where they, you know, a lead visual, not visualization, but like, you know, one of these manifestations on YouTube. So I'll just download one. Guided ones are always better for me because they, they tell you exactly what to do rather than just music. And you just sort of lie on your back, make sure your whole back is into your bed, palms up, look at the ceiling, close your eyes and just take it all in and think about all the things in life that you want. And it kind of, kind of works. And it sort of sets you up for a much better day. I feel much better. It's like going to the gym, isn't it, really? It's when you've trained your mind to do something like that. And because I've been working so hard at the moment, I have most certainly not got to the gym. So this kind of helps me set my life up the right way. Most people pick up the phone immediately in the morning, which, you know, kind of sets your day for that bad news or the client that's dissatisfied or, you know, all of these things that sort of panic you and give you that sort of anxiety in the morning, which you just don't need. And what we have to learn is actually these things can wait, but we are just, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm talking as if I'm queen of this. I am not. I, I'm, I need to take a good dose of my own medicine because I do that. I reach for my phone and then see I've got 25 missed messages or whatever it is and give myself an actual heart attack because I cannot wait to reply to everyone. If it's bad news, it's ruined my life. And actually my dad started teaching me about the phone as well because when I was going through this eight-year law case, every Friday is when a lawyer sends you a legal notice. I don't know if any of you have realized that, but it's on a Friday because then they fuck up your whole weekend because you can't respond because the office is closed. So they send you the worst news on the Friday evening and then leave you to shit your pants all weekend. So my dad was the one that told me, stop reading them. Nothing will change till Monday. And he was absolutely bloody right. It changed my life. He just said, I'll read them for you. If there's something life or death, I'll let you know. 
but you know why sweat for the whole weekend over something you absolutely can't change and if it's you know anything about legal jargon it always sounds a lot worse than it is like you're literally is life or death so it's just not worth reading it and that changed my life I would not have survived eight years of a legal case had my dad not taught me to wait and it's kind of the same premise wait doesn't matter another hour no one's going to die but you know at the same time I really do need to teach myself these things because immediately want to grab for it. So let's take a little break from the show and discuss something that is very useful for me right now. As you've all been witnessing, I am moving house. Havenly is the number one online interior design service. We help make your dream home a reality with one-on-one designers help to tailor to your exact style, space and budget, ladies. Here's how it works. First, you share your inspiration and your needs for the space, i.e. how many children you've got, do you need a bigger kitchen, whatever you need, right? A coffee machine built in, God knows, you know, laundry room, all the things that we think about when you have a family or not. Maybe you're a single person and you don't need any of those things. They'll match you with an interior designer who really gets you and your style. Think of them as part friend, part coach, part design therapist. And this is so important because not everybody's the same. Your designer starts from scratch on every project and works with you one-on-one to learn what your vibe is and weave your items that you love in and make your space simply sing for you. You'll even be able to visualize what your new space looks like thanks to rich, true-to-life 3D renderings of your home with your new design. Once your design is finalized, you can shop your designer-curated product lists featuring brands you know and love such as Crate and Barrel, Anthropology, and so many more. You choose the furniture and Havenly handles the ordering, shipping, and the delivery and logistics. Their concierge team manages your orders from hundreds of brands all in one place. Again, this makes it all so much easier for you and stress-free. And voila, your dream home, your Pinterest board is now a reality. Visit havenly.com and use code DND at checkout to design your first room for only $99. Visit havenly.com dot com and use code DND at checkout to design your first room for only $99. Happy designing. I also reading the newspaper. I don't know. You know, it's always so depressing, isn't it? But then I don't want to be that person that doesn't read the newspaper. But maybe I shouldn't be doing that first thing in the morning. I should do it back before I go to bed. I don't know. I don't know which is the best way, but I do like to read the newspaper just so I have some knowledge of what's going on. But it is so depressing. It is depressing and it does change your mood. I mean, that's why I moved to Dubai, by the way. The sunlight just changes everything for me. Everything. So that what you first see sets the tone for your entire day. So I think you need to remember that. What you first look at sets the tone for your entire day. So if you open the window, it's gloomy and rainy and you read the newspaper and someone's been shot and killed, that's your, that's your, there goes your day. Whereas if you open your window, it's sunny and lovely and you take your cup of coffee and you go and sit on your balcony and look at the you know, sky and it's blue, you know, you immediately feel amazing, don't you? I mean, so you need to sit with your positive goals and believe in yourself just for two minutes. That's all it takes. Even 30 seconds, whatever you can give. Two minutes, 30 seconds, doesn't matter. So now you have your goals. What's next? How are you going to reach them? What's the path to get there? It will not happen unless you put input and effort into believing in yourself and being positive. It will not. You can't just sit there and say, I've read them, they're going to happen. For example, 
if you want to buy a home, what can you put in to achieve it? What can you take on? More work, save more, what's going to help you reach that goal? So that that happened with me, okay? So, I mean, I, it's very different in the Middle East than it is in the UK. So as you all know, I work for many, many different companies. So it doesn't matter how much money I earn for a mortgage or a lender or a broker here for a bank. I don't exist. Okay. So you have to be employed by one person. If I get employed by one person, I can't take another job. So, you know, for me or any influencer or whatever you want to call me here, entrepreneur here, unless you're self-employed or even self-employed, unless you're employed, you cannot get a mortgage. And I think it happened before the crash here because everyone sort of moved to Dubai, took massive loans and then fled the country when they couldn't pay. So they've stopped all that. I was like, I tried everything. Everyone told me I'll never get a mortgage. It wasn't about how much money you earn. It's about the state of the paperwork around it and how you're employed. And if one of my brands employed me, it means I couldn't work for any other brand. So there was just, you know, it was a real catch 22. Anyway, I didn't take no for an answer. I knew that was the only way. I knew the steps. I knew what the only way I was going to do it was to be able to buy off a developer directly. And I took all the necessary steps and I didn't give up. I knocked on everybody's door till I got a yes. I rejiggled all my businesses. So I employ myself, you know, all of the things that I needed to do, all of the steps to get my own home now. And it took me one year and I'm here and I bought my own home from a developer and I'm building it. And here we are because developers do different ways of finance here and talking to the banks in different ways and setting myself up the right way. So what I'm saying is that I didn't just put it on my board and suddenly a house appeared. You're setting yourself up for a massive fall, but I think it's just retraining the brain and understanding how to go about it. So, and, and to not to give up. And to, as I said, it's like actors, isn't it? Can you imagine being an actor and going to you on your first casting and they say no and you go, well, that's it, I'm giving up. You can't do that. You have to go to 50 fucking castings, a thousand castings, because there's a thousand of you, right? I have been told that I'm one of a million here. So as in like loads of influencers are here and they're not going to be giving out because a contract isn't an employment, right? So a contract, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be employed for the next two years. They don't see longevity in it, but I managed to show them that I've been here five years. My life isn't changing. It's talking. Don't give up. Keep knocking on those doors. I got turned down by six or seven banks on the eighth. They said, yes. And here I am. I bought it. So, you know, actors, waitresses, everybody, you know, whatever your job, there will be a million people that say no, but there'll be one that says yes all of us end up somewhere. The only people I ever foresee that don't get anywhere are the ones that have no self-belief, no self-desire and don't push themselves. They think the world owes them something. They think the world will come knock on their door and say, here you go, here's a million pounds and here's your dream job. Those people, and I, we all know them, we do, are the ones that are going, you know, don't take any risks, don't do this because you're in a good place because nothing good will happen. Look at my life. Look how I fucked it up. No, don't believe them. That's their mindset. That's why nothing happens for them. It's their mindset, their problem, their, their issue, not yours. You can manifest anything. Maybe you, want to, you don't want a home, you want a partner. How are you going to get there? What can you change that you did wrong last year or differently? How can you make it change? What can you implement? How will you change your tactic to meet the new partner? It's not going to happen if you stay indoors every day and if you don't live. So here you go again. Who the fuck wants to date someone who's too lazy to go out or doesn't get dressed up or doesn't take care of themselves? And I don't mean get dressed up for a guy. 
You know, that's the other thing. So I don't mean put on makeup to make yourself look pretty for the man. Fuck the man. Because genuinely, men actually don't care. I mean, look pretty for you. Because when you feel good, you'll get the great guy. Because no one wants a soppy, miserable, I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, no one likes me, my teeth, you know, don't brush my teeth. I mean, English people, we're, we're all terrible at it. We've all got brown coffee teeth and we all, no one can be fucked to get out of their tracksuit. You know, I don't get it. Put on a pair of heels, get out, go do it for you, only for you. Once that happens, the right people will come into your life. That's what you change. If you always go to the same pub and the f- same guys are in there, then don't expect to meet someone new. Travel, get on a train. And I don't mean you have to go first class to Paris, but you can get on a train. There's a Eurostar. You can go economy. You can walk around Paris. You can, if you live in London, go to Manchester. Get on a train, go to a different bar, go to a nightclub. Do something you've never done before. Take up golf. Where do men hang out? Golfing clubs. Men are always on the golfing clubs. I used to always say to my girlfriend, get a golf membership and go and learn. You know, why not? There are guys there stuck there all day. Have a look, you know, get onto the, the apps if that's what you want. Check an app next to you. You know, I'm not a huge fan of them, but um, you know, if it's between that and staying in, do the app, go to a library, go to a different friend's house, throw a party, throw a fucking housewarming party and get people to bring a friend, get people to bring a friend that you haven't met increase your circle. Maybe at that party, there won't be anyone, but maybe that friend of a friend has a friend. Maybe that's your day. Walk your pet, go to the park, walk around a park. You'll be amazed how many hot men are in parks. Take yourself out of the normal. Take a class, you know, just improve your skills. Just, you know, so you have something to talk about. So you have something sort of interests you that you're not just lonely and don't have anything else to think about. Talk to people that you might meet along the way. Talk to strangers. Have confidence. I've said it before and I'll say it a lot. There is only one of you and your face and your body in this world. Smile and what the world will smile back at you all. But it starts with you. If you don't smile, you're not going to get a smile back, are you? Take a different route to work. Go out to lunch. Go to a bar. Join clubs. Say yes to a dinner. You know, say yes to a dinner that you didn't think you'd ever say yes to. Go for drinks, lunch. You never know where it will lead. My mother always, always taught me that. My mum was the first to say to me, say yes to everything, darling, because you never know who you'll meet or where you'll go. And it's so true. So like I, I used to get crazy invitations places and I just go, okay, fine. And fuck it, I'm off. Like literally that was a whole thing with Sergio. He'll wake up in the morning, go, let's go here. And I'm like, oh, okay. How do you think I climbed the Himalayas? because I wanted to climb the Himalayas. No, didn't think about it at all. I just went, fuck it, I'll come. Because if we think, we overthink, and we never, ever really, there's always a reason to say no. But if you don't have time to think and you just say yes, you know, you'll be amazed what happens. Life changes. It opens up and people love yes people. People love people that are just up for the ride. You know, I mean, I've had some of my best relationships and I'm not just talking about men, female relationships. Juliet and I used to go all over the world just going, we'd wake up in the morning and go, fuck it, let's go here. I had another girlfriend of mine, we did exactly the same thing. You know, we'd, we'd just literally get on a plane and go, should we go, you know, should we go to Ibiza or to Mykonos? I don't know, we'd just make up, we'd just take a bag, who cared? Don't let, you know, people come up with excuses, well, I have a child, I have this, I have that, I have job. We do, but you know, you come first, you have to come first 
Because, you know, as I've always said, my children are happy because I'm happy. You know, perhaps it's a health kick this year. So this year I've decided to go back, well, actually to Viva Maya to get thin and do gut health. And, you know, I'm trying for freezing my eggs. So, you know, at the moment I'm, I know I'm going to put on shit loads of weight. And by the way, loads of people don't freeze their eggs. You know, girls, if you haven't got a boyfriend, you're in your mid thirties, freeze your fucking eggs. I mean, they don't do it because I have these ridiculous things. My body, my body, who cares about your body? Who the fuck cares? How selfish can you be? I mean, what an idiot. Like go to a health farm afterwards or put yourself on a diet or start a health kick. You can always lose the weight, but you can't always have a child. You may really regret that. You won't regret freezing your eggs because it's a safety policy just for you, right? If I don't want to have a baby later, I don't have to have one, but I've got them if I need them. And then I'm just going to go on the health kick. And some of you, you know, at the beginning of the year, start that regime because, you know, getting a membership to the gym or a trainer is one of the best investments ever. Just even I just do 20 minutes, half an hour with him. I don't even do a full hour because I, I don't need that much training, but it's just, it gets my head right. It just sets me up and it makes me toned and it just a few pounds and it makes me feel better about myself. But again, if you want to lose serious weight and you want to change the way you look and make yourself feel better, it will not happen unless you implement the steps. How are you going to get there and get results? So by doing that, you need to join a gym, buy a Fitbit, go outside, move your body, walk for an hour every single day. Those of you that say, oh, you're so rich and I can't afford it. Well, you've got two legs, got two feet, and I'm sure there's a park nearby. Walk for an hour and a half. Bloody go for a walk. That's it. Be active. Next is measuring your path to get to your goals. What has worked this week, this month? What has not worked? Don't be complacent. Do not beat yourself up if you've not met your targets that week or let your goals slip. Do not go there. Do not take yourself down that slippery, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm shit. Everything around me shit and I never follow through. You know, don't go into a negative headspace. Just go, oh, well, you know, I'll add that one to next week's and it's, I've been busy and look at what I have achieved this week, you know. Perhaps, you know, your week's been so busy with other things or you've got other goals that came in or other jobs that came in. Look at always the positives of why you could not get there. Maybe you couldn't save as much money because you took, you decided to take a break. You know, that happens. Maybe you couldn't save as much because you're, I don't know, you needed something for the house that you hadn't expected or one of the bills was higher than you needed, than you, than you were budgeting for. These things happen. Don't beat yourself up. You got invited for an extra dinner. You decided to go and have a girl's dinner and it cost more than you thought. You bought the dress that you loved. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. You know, when you go to a ne negative space, it puts a barrier up and it's a barrier that's in your way and it's very hard to break that down to get out of it and put yourself back into a positive space. So if you have a day where you've overindulged, it's okay, it happens. But, you know, here's where you need to stop. You've recognized your mistake now and you put that candy down. So, you know, indulge yourself, do what you need to do, but have a cutoff, ladies. Don't say, well, I've already done it now, so I may as well continue. No, because that's a slippery slope. No, don't do that. Put the fucking candy down and just say tomorrow I'll be better. Or I won't eat after six tonight because, you know, 
I had my bagel for breakfast and I loved every second of it. So tonight I'm going to be good and I won't eat any carbs after six. I do two days of, of that and I feel a lot better. Or I'll take myself off for a walk or I'll go and wait, walk my doggies. Tomorrow is a new day. So continue the right way. Remember that tomorrow is always a new day. There's nothing you do set you up that you can't ever recover from. Every day is a new day. And I think what this podcast is here to tell you is like, you know, life can change in a matter of seconds. You open a door to a whole new chapter. I could have stayed in my very comfortable, lovely, lovely life. And there was nothing wrong with it. There really wasn't. That's what I keep trying to say to you. But it shouldn't have been that hard. It shouldn't have been that difficult. It shouldn't have been, you know, that I was getting through. And now I'm through the other door that I decided to take. I'm so fucking happy. I'm so glad I took it. Be it whatever happens with me and Sergio. And I only see positive things for me and Sergio. And I, you know, I'll only allow my space to go into a very positive place with Sergio because Sergio is a wonderful, wonderful human being. And no matter what happens with me and Sergio, we will always have an incredible time. And so when you always look at the good of people, the right outcome in anything, nothing bad will really happen to you. So ladies, get out there, set your goals, set your dreams and go get them because they are literally, literally in front of you for you to take. And if you're not taking them, somebody else is. Okay, there is no need for you to get through life. We have one life, it is an egg timer and it's moving very fucking fast. And we don't get to do over. You know, we really don't. So enjoy every fucking minute. Write your goals. Get your dreams. And when they say you can't have it all, who says that? Who the fuck says that? Because quite frankly, I'd want to find them and shake them because we can. You can. I can. We all can. And I'm so happy sitting in my bathtub, talking to all of you, slowly counting off and crossing off the things on my vision board. So I hope this helps you reach where you want to go. Go into a new year feeling fresh, feeling ready to take on the world, feeling like, you know, 40s is the new 20s. Nothing is unattainable. Nothing is unachievable. And if I told you what I've achieved in this year, your mind would be blown because I'm not the most successful person, but my fucking God, am I proud of my, I mean, and I'm proud of myself. Like I am patting myself on my back. I bought my house with Sergio. I got married. I've moved twice. I've built companies. I'm, I'm coming back and I'm coming back stronger than I've ever been. You know, I've got so much more to give this world and I hope you're all coming along for the journey, but I also want this just for you. I want to tell you that you're just getting started. So go make your vision boards. I hope you've enjoyed Divorce Not Dead. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action.